0: Hey gang, welcome back to Free Parking. I'm your host Gustavo Julin, and this is for Hawk Radio. I'm very sleep deprived. I'm going to take a sip of water, and I'll explain why. But before that, I'll explain what the show is about. The show, Free Parking is where I, Gustavo Julin, talk about a variety of topics, all under one cohesive theme that ties everything together. So you don't feel too lost or uh, you don't feel like you're in a tug-of-war game being pulled from one side to the other. None of that. Um, Who's to say really? Uh, I just recorded 10 minutes of this uh, podcast before realizing that the wrong audio uh, input, I want to say, was being used. So it was unusable completely. Uh, You might hear this lovely white noise in the background. I can't do anything about that. I've tried my best. Uh, Although next episode, we're going to try something different in terms of setup. Oh, so sorry. Oh, my goodness. Um, (laughs) I'm so sorry. What happened there was I went like you know like that people do that when they feel a bit deflated i did it directly into the microphone and i was watching the uh audio levels and i saw it go way up i'm so sorry about that Uh, it hurt my ears too so today's episode we're gonna talk about comic books this is a big passion of mine it's something i'm really interested in um, and I really got into it. I've, I've been getting into it more and more every year. But I feel like this year with, with COVID and the quarantine, uh, it, I, my interest in it really shot up. And I have a lot to say about it, I think. I actually did a video essay about this for another class at HGC, And it turned out really well. And, then, and so, you know, I think I've done some research too. I think I know a lot about what I'm talking about here. More than the average uh, person who might not be interested in comics but knows them from the movies because everyone knows what the Avengers are no question we all either saw that movie or deliberately didn't go see it because that movie made so much money what? it made so much money and that blows my mind Ooh, car car outside but yeah Um, Everyone knows what the Avengers are. Everyone knows who Spider-Man is. Everyone knows who Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Iron Man, Captain America, and the Hulk. Everyone knows who they are. Everyone might know who the X-Men are. Who's to say? My brother doesn't know. He's 9, 10. He doesn't know who Wolverine is. Crazy. That's a different thing. Let's um let's start by talking about what comics are, right? Because you might think comics are just 20 pages of Spider-Man fighting some guy for, you know a bunch of issues, and that's it. And by issues, I mean a, every month a new comic issue is released in a series, and that's 20 to 30 pages. And it's, uh, it's, it's usually part of a larger story, which will then be released in a trade paperback or hardcover. And yes, that's what comics are. And that's what I'm mainly going to talk about. Not the Spider-Man stuff, but the format and that specific... Uh, I don't want to say genre, but I think format applies to that as a whole, too. But comics are also... Any piece of art that is told sequentially, you know, if it's it, two panels of art, if they are connected, uh, whether just by looking at two pictures or by the intention of the writer and or artist, that's a comic. Uh, the Webtoons you might read, you might have checked them out. Comic. Manga. If you read manga, that's a comic, you know. The funny little comic memes on Facebook or Reddit or Twitter or Tumblr. These are comics. It's all comics. Jerry Seinfeld. Not a good comic. Goddamn. Um, I got him. Very good. Ha <laughs> ha But yeah, I just, you know, just... I really appreciate... I... I I really want to phrase this correctly. I really appreciate the medium as a whole so much. Just like how I appreciate film and TV. Because it's all about telling a story. When we look at these mediums. And, it, and sometimes different stories work for different mediums. Right? And so I really appreciate the fact that a story that might not be suited for television or film. Will work in the comic. And... I just wish more people would appreciate that, or understand that at the very least, because it's something that I do think about an awful lot. So today we are going to talk about not just superhero comics, but comics that are in that format I mentioned earlier of uh, you know twenty-page issues a month and then a big trade paperback. Sometimes it's a bit different, but that's usually the format that the Uh, Main comic book industry, which is dominated by DC and Marvel, and a bunch of indie studios. They do that the traditional way of releasing comics in local comic book shops. And with other comics, there are other ways that they distribute. Um, Webtoon, for example, is all online, I believe. I'm pretty sure it is. And they have, you know, a big... Marketing push. You must have seen the commercials. You, should, you must have seen the commercials on YouTube. Um, and they have a, a push. For their comics. Unlike DC and Marvel. They do these crazy commercials. That I see all the time. Even my girlfriend. Who would never read a superhero comic. Or anything I offer. Just because of uh, basic taste. She's read stuff on Webtoon. So that's a very different way of doing it compared to what i'm going to talk about but it's still a way of doing it all the same and i think that's uh pretty cool pretty cool so (laughs) let's start with dc the uh the the cool 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 uh guys and gals and and um and everything that I loved as a kid, my first love, probably DC, probably Batman, and my first heartbreak, probably DC, probably Batman. I love DC uh, a lot. <laughs> At first I was like, yeah, I'm going to recommend comics to people, and now it's just going to be me talking about my heartbreak for these comics. Um, What you have to understand is And and you probably understand already These characters, especially at DC Are more symbols Than uh, Characters right? They are Mythic um, Some would say In terms of how we look up to them And obviously you can disagree Maybe I disagree and that's fine Maybe I disagree with myself And what I just said, that's fine but Superman and Batman are just two massively popular characters who have endured for, I'm pretty sure, over 80 years now. Everyone knows who they are. Everyone knows what that S is, including the president. Here's a story, brief tangent that my girlfriend sent me, Sarah. Uh, the president was going to, he was thinking about At the press conference, I guess, post having COVID and being released from the hospital. He was thinking about talking about how safe America was and how how safe he was, rather. And then uh, unbuttoning his shirt and revealing an S. Like Superman. And his uh, press team said no. Whether that was true or not, I think it's very funny. And if it happened, it would be the worst thing to have in a Superman ever. Because that would tarnish his legacy. For good. As a character. As a franchise. I mean, even now, they can't do a movie with Superman. Because they just don't think people like him enough when that's not true at all. Um, they are doing a TV show with him, though. I don't know how that makes sense. But it, I, it is what it is. Right? I love Superman... He's the character in comics I love the most. I think he's the best because he is the best. And people might go, Oh, he's boring, he's flaws. He's a, a goody two shoes. Superman in the original golden age of comics, which would be the 30s, the 40s, he was a socialist, uh, superhero fighting capitalists, fighting. Uh, abusive husbands, greedy, corporate uh, g- capitalists again. You know, he was a hero for the people. One of his taglines wasn't "Man of Steel," but "Champion of the Oppressed." He was meant to be for a hero for the working class, invented by two Jewish men, and. Over time, he became popular and DC became popular and DC in itself became a corporation. And so Superman couldn't be seen as someone who was was against the people who were making the comics at the very top. You know what I'm saying? And so Superman went to space now in the 50s. He's all about space. He's going to space. He's doing these things. And he's far away from, from these real life uh, class struggles that we have. Now he's in space and it's all fun. And it's, it's a lot more conservative. Um, a lot more towards the right in terms of how these stories are written and who they're in for. It's very safe. And then in the Bronze Age, which would be around, I think, the 70s or the 60s. I think. Mm, hmm yeah the 70s for sure bronze age superman is now very boring (laughs) uh because at least in the silver age you had a lot of fun elements being introduced right a lot of fun stuff where we all go that's really fun actually bizarro brainiac these are real words that we use in our day-to-day vocabulary but they're actually superman villains and they come from this era where a lot of fun things supergirl a crypto the Superdog. Uh, the Fortress of Solitude, uh, the Phantom Zone, General Zod, uh, Lex Luthor. Um, he probably was around before that, but you know. So a lot of things come from this Silver Age era. The Bronze Age, they were like Superman's born. and he he thinks a lot and is very angsty and doesn't really know what he's if he's what what should he do and um. They 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 just try to make him a bit more like a marvel hero uh which delves into a, a much bigger thing of dc always trying to copy marvel since the 60s they've always been doing it i don't know if i'll really get into that because it's not really my place that's uh, someone else's essay but yeah in the bronze age very boring and then the modern era they went yeah he's a boy scout you know they completed that transformation where his original uh origins of he's a socialist a working class hero that's gone now scrubbed away from his memory of what this character was no one remembers that and then in the in the 2010s what do we call that decade right what's we have the 80s and 90s the aughts what was the last decade called you know this the I don't know what I was going to say there. I don't know what I was going to say. But interesting, isn't it? <laughs> um, but yeah, in the, at the start of 2010 and 2011, now he's good again. Because he's written by Grant Morrison, who is one of my favorite writers. He's a very famous writer in, in those comics. And now he's writing Superman, back to those origins... But updated again for 2011 at the time. And those comics from 2011 to 2013. Maybe 2012. I think 2013. Yeah. are the, They are the best monthly ongoing superhero comics. For Superman. Period. He's never had anything as good as that. Right? Because the. It's not just like a writer writes a superhero comic and that's what they want to do. There's an editor above them and there's an editor above that editor. There's these people who are in the corporate machine who are going, All right, well, you can do this. You can't do this, you know? They have a lot of creative control over the story. And a lot of times they might relinquish that to the writer. But with Superman, often in this history, uh, they did not. So, Superman has been good for very short bursts of his 80, 81 year history. 82 years, now I think. Um, who knows, with this lockdown, man, my sense of time is completely uh, damaged. But yeah, that's the sad truth of Superman. The actual even sadder truth is... uh. He can never be that Fully He can never fully be A, a, a hero with actual purpose You know um, Because yes it's nice to have a hero Who is always good But there's a lot of other people Who can fill that role um, There's not a lot of heroes Who can Be that champion of the oppressed In the way Superman is They can't be that symbol Batman can't He's a billionaire We don't believe in batman in that way we love batman because he's awesome and he's a very cool character very versatile character but superman is not that almost by design because the people in charge went he's this boy scout he's a centrist boy scout um and that sucks it sucks because superman is my favorite character But I can't just be like, well, here's the best comics about him. There aren't really any. There's the main one, the big one, All-Star Superman, always gets recommended. Ran by Grant Morrison again. Uh, That's probably the best there is. It's a limited series. 12 issues. I would check that out. I would check out Grant Morrison's uh, run on Action Comics 2011. That's what I talked about minutes ago. And I would say, Hey, that's, that's really it. Except this is very exciting. My two favorite comics that I've read this year are related to Superman. And they are from, they started both last year, I believe, 2019. Excuse me. My throat is drying up very fast. Uh, I think because I'm talking so much. Uh, ugh, ugh. i don't talk much like this anymore i, I don't know it only happens this only happens when i'm doing the podcast it doesn't happen anywhere else in my life but uh so yeah the top two comics that i read this year happen to be superman related uh number two is superman smashes the clan by jean lun yang i hope i'm saying that correctly and i can't remember the artist's name off the top of my head i feel awful but it's a free issue comic about Superman versus the Ku Klux Klan. It's very good. Uh, I don't want to talk too much about it and spoil it. I really recommend it. It's really special. Um, yeah, it's it's by the people who made Avatar The Last Airbender comics. If if you've read those and like those, then you'll probably like this. You don't need to read anything else to enjoy it. And you'll really love Superman it's really good Uh, and the first comic the best comic I've read this year was Jimmy Olsen by Matt Fraction and Steve Lieber Lieber and that was just the the most fun I've ever had with a comic in ages what I love most about comics is when you read it and you go, Wow, look at the way they interpreted how to tell this story. How they, how they use this blank page to do all this stuff, you know? And the way Jimmy Olsen tells its story is unlike anything I've seen. I'm sure maybe it's been done somewhere else, but it's not been anywhere that I've seen before. And for me, it's almost like the next Watchmen. In in an ideal world. Now Watchmen if you don't know. Was a comic that came out in 1980 something. I don't know. 85? 86? 87? Beats me. Maybe 88. But it came out around then. It's going to be like 89 or 84. Whatever. It came out around then and it had a massive impact on the rest of the industry that cannot be understated. Watchmen and the way it tells stories with how it does its panels, its layouts, how it how it handles pacing, how it handles you know, formalism, all this sort of stuff. It, it it was everyone read it back then and went, okay, well this is how we do all comics ever. Not just that, but I think what had a bigger impact was the fact that it was a darker story. You know, about stuff like sex, violence, um, mature themes. And a lot of people took the wrong interpretations of it. They took the wrong things. They walked away with the wrong ideas, the wrong inspirations. And it kind of made everything a bit of a mess. A lot of bad stories. And now we're kind of coming out of the woods. People are going, okay, we're tired of this now. So let's read something else. Let's do something else with these comics. And how we tell them and jimmy olsen is a a, is a a new watchman in that sense where it's like this should be something that people are inspired by Um, they should not just copy the way jimmy olsen tells the story but they should go okay well look how they push the boundaries here and how can we take inspiration from that in turn i think that's really exciting that's that's really special and jimmy olsen i even mentioned jimmy olsen is um in universe Superman's best friend. So this is all about his exploits. And Superman's also in them. And he's written very well by Matt Fraction. So I realize I've I've spent the last, I don't even know, 10-15 minutes talking about Superman. Uh, I don't know if I'll really talk as long about other heroes and other comics. But uh, I want to touch on Batman. He's really good so that's really it i'm just kidding oh you felt you fell for that come on batman is great and you can do anything with him ever that's that's all there is to it he's the most versatile character in comics he's like sherlock you know you could put him in any time period any sort of genre and you'll have a story although i guess he's even better than sherlock because with sherlock it's like you have to have a mystery but batman can be fun It can be like a road trip comedy. Whatever. It's still Batman. He's awesome. That's why they've made so many movies with him. And my favorite Batman comic I read this year. I have a lot of favorite Batman comics. But the best I read this year was Batman Universe. Which is by Brian Michael Bendis and Nick Darrington. Who is one of my favorite artists. uh, Period. And it's just... If you've never read a comic before... Or even just a Batman comic. This is the one that I would give you. It is very fun. It's a very fast read. It's very well paced. It's very funny. Um, it's a good introduction to the DC universe. It's a it's a really fun time, and uh, I really love it a lot. So if if you're into that idea, and the art's very good too. It's beautiful, and if you're into that, then check it out. Uh, <laughs> look there's a lot of Batman stuff out there I'm not going to go into it all the way There's so much There's so much Batman comics uh, So many Batman comics out there Oh boy The guy just doesn't stop publishing And he doesn't stop making money They're making a new movie with him now Rob Panson. And it's going to be awesome Although they're, they're delaying it To 2022 Makes sense, given the state of the world, I guess. Uh, of course, there's other DC superheroes. But look, I'll be honest. Remember what I said about Superman and how there's he was only good for a short amount of time? Uh, imagine me saying that again for every hero, but they were never good. And they're only really, really good as either in adaptations or in very short stories uh compared to their overall run as a character wonder woman hasn't gotten that perfect run that she deserves flash uh i would not really say anything since the silver age has really been amazing oh of course uh mark wade did a run (laughs) of course i haven't read it so i don't know if it's good but everyone says it's good aquaman has had aquaman had the best decade of any comic book character at least dc he had the best deck he had some he had two now three great runs and a actually really good movie i'm not saying it's like and kane or like the dark knight but aquaman the movie is very fun and i had a good time with it uh maybe you did too maybe you didn't but it was just crazy and i really enjoyed it green lantern has also had some good stuff I recently read Green Lantern Earth 1 I would recommend this again if you've never read comics or any Green Lantern stuff it sent a different universe to the main story it's a reimagining instead of being a test pilot uh, for a airplane company Hal Jordan is a space miner like an alien you know alien they're all mining stuff he's like one of those and he's an astronaut too and he gets the Green Lantern ring. And it's a really fun story. It's it's If you're into like the superhero movies. And not really into comics. This is the one that I would say. Okay pick this up. Because this treats it like it's a movie script. Um, it doesn't really. You don't need anything else period. And the art again is uh, very nice. So yeah. Uh, DC man. What can I say? uh Jack Kirby Jack Kirby is one of the big one of the biggest comic book legends and he said uh in the quote that I am paraphrasing comics will break your heart and I think every comic book fan learns that when they see when they when they grow attached to these characters And they see how the companies in charge treat them. Uh, Especially with DC. In the past couple years. I found that it's kind of just hard to watch. You get these perfect versions of these characters in your head. And then you see what they are like in the comics. And it's like this isn't right. And that's not meant to sound entitled. It's just the, the talent being put on these books. Uh or the editorial decisions being made on these books it's never up to par it's not the quality deserved for usually any character who isn't batman if your name is batman congrats you're being treated you're being treated well if you're not batman good luck it's a it's a wild goose chase out here to have a good comic star in anyone who isn't batman even like robin batgirl batwoman all these characters who are related to batman if you want a good con them good luck now <laughs> i wish you luck um my favorite dc comic overall would probably be batman r.i.p um again grant morrison this guy wrote all my favorite DC stuff. Um, it's a, it's part of a larger saga, saga about Batman. And it's really good. It's like, I can't even explain it. it don't read it if you've never read anything else. Because it's not going to make any sense. A lot of people hate it because they don't think it makes sense. But it's really just got to do with context and reading comprehension. It's not just about looking at the pretty images, which I do all the time. <laughs> um, you know, it's about understanding and learning to read. Just learn how to read, okay? And then you'll get it. Maybe that's enough DC for now. I've grown bitter and old and tired. I'll be honest. I've spent more time at my workplace in the past 48 hours in my home, so I am pretty sleep-deprived. But, you know, we'll talk about Marvel. Uh, Marvel is a comic company. You know it definitely more than DC, probably, by cultural, is this the right word, osmiosis? Osmiosis? I don't know but you know everyone saw those movies like I said earlier we saw Avengers we know who they are and they're massive they're bigger than DC for sure because even Black Widow can get the movie if it ever comes out and I really got into Marvel this year I got an app called Marvel Unlimited I paid $70 up top For a year I think I talked about this actually Like a couple Episodes ago And I've just been reading So many comics And figuring out what I love And what I want to read And it's really been fun That's really been what Most of my lockdown experience has been Just reading these comics I read Over 150 issues Of Avengers comics Which for me My attention span isn't all that all, all there even with sentences simple sentences I can't even finish them without going you know what I just want to skip a couple words here and there <laughs> but uh yeah I've, I've been reading these Avengers comics Avengers in the movies which we've all seen very different to Avengers in the comics and I'll explain why after the sip of water to cure my 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 hurting throat. don't know if you heard that one. Massive burp. You definitely heard it. Marvel, uh, Marvel's Avengers in the movies is basically what the Justice League is supposed to be. Which might be why the Justice League never works. Uh, they are the best superheroes in the world, no question. They're fighting on the biggest threats possible. But Avengers in the comics, at least the ones I read, primarily from the late 70s early 80s it's a lot more of a soap opera it's a lot more of a workplace people are coming in and out you know there's 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 love there's hate between the members of the team it's the the most interesting stuff is never like the avengers fighting thanos or whatever it's it's the interplay between them whether it be like friendships or rivalries or love you know And I think that's very interesting for me. Um, And I don't know if that would really work. Obviously it doesn't work as a movie. Because that's why they made it a movie. And then went, well it's actually Justice League. And it still works. In fact, the interpretations of MCU characters versus comic characters generally i think the mcu characters always end up better the only two mcu characters that where i'm like yeah they're better in the comics uh actually i'm just thinking about three four or five but the main two main three would be hulk hawkeye and four now hulk and hawkeye have been underserved or in the latter's case are played by jeremy renner So they never had a good shot at being the best. But 4 has had good movies uh, lately. And he's had a good arc. And people like him now because they didn't really like him. But then Taika Waititi came on and and now people like him including me. But in the comics he's very different still. And he's had a cooler arc. And I'm actually now reading through a bunch of 4 comics. So that's fun. I don't know. The more you read of Marvel, I think the the less you not the less you love, not less you love, but the less you um. think of the MCU in terms of its importance. I never think about it anymore in terms of like, oh, well, what are they going to do next? I don't really care. I care about these versions of the characters in, in this, in, the, in these comics, you know? Something I am interested in seeing, though, in the MCU is the Young Avengers. The Young Avengers uh, have never been bad. They have two series, and I would recommend both extremely. We just read them one after the other. Well, there's actually a little bit in between, but it's all right. They 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 are a team of young heroes. Initially, they are like, oh, I'm like E4, but young. Oh, I'm like Hulk, but young. Oh, I'm like Iron Man, but young. Oh, I'm like Captain America, but young. And they've—they're—it's not just at that all. That's the—the—the the, the very, 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 very surface version of those characters, and they become very deep and complex, and the characterization is very well done. And it still has a youthful, new energy to it, while harkening back to what I said earlier about what makes Avengers comics work. It's—it's—it's it's, it's not traditional it's new and fresh but it still has that core of what this team is about and what it should be and what the stories about this team should be in service to and I, I really love that and the second series is by a different uh writer and artist the first one is by Heinberg and Chung and the second one is by Gillen and oh no the name escapes me McClevey and that's very different too same characters mostly uh, it's very gay <laughs> i mean it in a good way i mean it in a good way i mean it in a good way it, uh, it's very lgbt plus uh friendly which is nice to see it's it, it, it's very fun the main thing about the series is style over substance uh so it's it's quick it's fast it's light on plot mostly it's a lot of it is just look how cool this is, and it's, it's, it's always very cool. So, I recommend those especially um, in terms of like specific characters besides four. There's no one I'm really like, yeah, I want to read everything this guy's been in. What I like about Marvel is the shared universe aspect more so than with DC. Marvel was created by three guys mainly Stan Lee, Jack Kirby, Steve Ditko. Uh, so the whole universe is kind of designed from the ground up to, to work as, as one thing that you get to see. (laughs) I don't know if that makes sense. I hope it does. It's easier to see Spider-Man team up with Scarlet Witch to fight Dr. Doom. As random as it sounds, it's easy. It can happen. It'll work and it'll be fine. You can't really get to DC. DC... You're more looking at like Well I like Superman I don't know I like Batman And I might see them cross over But I'm not going to see Batman And Aqualad Team up Just won't happen But I might see Miles Morales Team up with I don't know Captain America Right I like Miles I really like Spider-Verse That's the best comic book movie for sure. That's, that movie made me tear up. It's very beautiful. I think anyone who loves Spider-Man or loves animation uh, would love that movie. Uh, it's the best, for sure. <laughs> and that's all I got to say. No, we'll keep going on. I got more to say. Um, Hawkeye. Probably my favorite comic of all time uh is Hawkeye by uh again Matt Fraction and David uh Aja Asia it's about Hawkeye Clint Barton who you might know from the MCU he's very different here he's uh much more dependable but still a mess uh and then Kate Bishop not his sidekick but a younger young Avenger who is his w- partner some even like her more they're like well she's the better Hawkeye and you're the original that's it you know it's not Batman and Robin it's Batman and Robin if Robin was as equally respected, if not more so, than Batman by everyone on the Justice League. Um, that's the first comic I read that changed how I see the medium and I saw the potential uh, and I really, really love it. So I recommend that one. Um, another one I'm going to recommend is Anything by Al Ewing. E-W-I-N-G. His stuff... I really love. He wrote a lot of Avengers comics. He wrote. um, He's writing. A Hulk comic right now. Which is. uh, Incredible. It's called Immortal Hulk. It's a horror book. But it's. uh, it's So much more than that. Pardon me. But his Avengers comics. uh, Are very good. Um, Jonathan Hickman. Another big name. He wrote a epic fantastic four run and an epic avengers run i mean epic not in terms of like Ugh, cool i mean epic in terms of scale and scope uh it's like how they use that word awesome in the scripts for stuff i say in the scripts because when i was a kid uh awesome was in the in was used to introduce darth vader in the script to a new hope And that stuck with me, the the way that word was used. And uh, obviously a lot of other people use the word in that sense. But that one really stuck with me. Just one of those memories. Uh, Anything with Black Panther is is genuinely good, I think. Um, 4, again, has also some great stuff by Walt Simonson or Jason Aaron. Um, Even Ant-Man has good stuff. That's the thing. Most characters in Marvel you can look at one really really great comic and that will make you love the character and i think that's the advantage they have over dc um so if if you're more interested in in characters and and getting to know characters and and seeing the the interconnected universe at play i'd say go check out marvel for sure but you know besides the big two Besides superheroes, there's some other stuff as well. Yeah. Probably the best indie comic I've read this year was called The Savage Shores. It's, um, I don't really want to spoil it, but I read it for a book club. It's about vampires. It's about, um, the East Empire. I was going to say the East Empire Trading Company. That's from Skyrim. Um, It's about shipping companies. It's about wars. It's sent in India. It's a very beautifully uh, drawn story. It's uh, five issues. You can buy it for super cheap on Comixology, which is an app for comics. Uh, They always have sales, so you can always get stuff for super cheap. That's how I used to get my comics. Well, it's still how I get my comics, but now I have apps that... I just pay and i have a subscription and now I can read a lot more for a lot lot cheaper but if you're not into comics as much as i am if you're just getting started i would say comiXology is the way to go you know get a check out what you want get a dip in the pool without breaking the bank another great comic series uh still being published this year it's called ice cream man it's a horror It's kind of like Black Mirror, but without technology, it's just scary. And every episode is, uh, every issue is different. Uh, And they they do their own stuff with comics and and how you can tell a story. And that's really good, too. I really like that stuff as well. Once in future. Oh, actually, here's what I'm going to say instead. (laughs) Claws Claws is a fantastic uh, Christmas comic by Grant Morrison again and Dan Mora. Google Dan Moore right now. D-A-N space M-O-R-A. Beautiful. Amazing. Claus is, at first it was a seven issue mini about Santa Claus. But he's cool and he's a superhero and it's like his year one story. But then it became a, a yearly Christmas special almost every year. And every Christmas special is kind of reminiscent of stuff like Doctor Who. Um, it's, a it's, it's so mythology. It's something I look forward to every year. There, it's not happening this year, though, which is a massive shame. But, um, yeah, check that one out. It's so good. And I have a lot of fun with it. Um, I'm tired now. Here's another good Marvel comic. I didn't get to mention it, but I did read it recently. <laughs> I'm tired now. Uh, I said it again, like. You don't get it. Captain America. By Nick Spencer. This is a controversial run. Because Captain America. the Steve Rogers. Turned out to be a Nazi. And everyone thought. Oh no it's permanent. And now they're making Sam Wilson. The Falcon Captain America. Uh, it was never meant to be permanent. And issue two is explain what's going on. You know. So if. I really think you should give it a chance. It's two two or three books that work as one overall story. They tell two different sides of the same coin. And they have a big finale at the end in a separate book. Uh, I really recommend it. It's really good. And it's a lot of fun. Um, it's political, yes. Uh, if you're right to lean in any way, you're probably not going to like it. But... Uh, I think it's a really good story overall. I took a lot away from it. Not just in terms of uh, how to tell a story. But also how to be a good person. And and what are your values and, and your politics. And stuff like that. It doesn't have a good ending. I'll tell you that straight up. Because Marvel Editorial messed with it. Which sucks. But that's just the kind of thing you gotta get used to in comics. And maybe that's why people stay away. And lean towards stuff that is more creator owned whether it's in in indie comics or just like webtoon stuff like that because you know that the story you're reading is is the writer artist's vision and you don't get that in comics in comics it's more like you're entering a playground and you pick up a toy and you play with it for a bit and then someone else takes that toy and they might break it and you're sad but you can't do anything about it you know because it's their turn to play with the toy What a sad ending to that, huh? But, you know, the thing is, with every bad comic decision or story I've had to read or go through, there's always something so much better. There's always something that makes it worth it. And, um... If you want to give it a shot Just give it a shot Just go in with Google some Recommendations If any of mine didn't interest you Another big burp I'm Crazy today But yeah I love comics Love being able to talk about them uh, I didn't invite anyone on this one Because I was like They're not going to be interested in this And I wanted to get the most information out About going on too many tangents um, I'll also admit I'm super tired Uh, but i'm really looking forward to what we're doing next uh episode because uh we're changing things up by a long shot and if it works and it works and we'll do that for a bit and i and um, i'm i'm looking forward to it so thank you for listening to free parking if you really made it all the way through uh it means a lot um come back next week have a good one take care of yourself stay hydrated bye bye Oh, bye-bye. Bye-bye now.